so um yeah no, i just uh smoked a, my i honestly I haven't smoked a joint since you were here i love me a good jay oh my god and they hit differently than the vapes they do and you know what hits differently from a joint, what I'm used to, is a dab. Uh, this morning, we fired up the electric dab rig, and oh, shit. holy shit, it fired up my brain. At one point, <laughs> I was putting ice cream into the fucking fridge, and I was like, oh, I really need to lay down or something. <laughs> Not the freezer, the fridge. I have never hit a dab rig, so. It's really something else. Don't do All too right. much of it, though, because I'm also on TikTok where they talk about CHS, like CHS is when you it happens to a lot of people who do too many dabs they get like physically ill from it and <gasps> end up not being able to smoke usually oh, like yes, it's a I've chronic condition about, yeah. yes yes I've heard about this I didn't know that was what it was called but yes I have that is my worst fucking nightmare yeah you're telling me um, yeah <laughs> so I'm Gilda and I'm Steph and this is Saturday Night High the podcast where we get high and among other things talk about SNL Yes, um, we today we are covering season forty-seven, episode seven. Yeah, this was okay. hosted by uh, Simu Leo and Sawidi was the musical guest. Uh, this aired November twentieth, twenty twenty-one. Yeah, uh, this is the last episode of Saturday Night Live that I will have watched in my 20s, and this is the last episode of this podcast that I will record in said 20s. Oh boy. Time is but a farce. I know. It's just like last night it hit me. It was like, oh, my God. Like, I remember when it was like, oh, this is the last SNL of my teen years, and now I'm like, oh, boy, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck. Um yeah, so we went right into the cold open, which was uh, Judge Janine Pirro, obviously portrayed by Cecily Strong. Um, Kyle Mooney was that fuckwad judge that oversaw the Rittenhouse trial. I um, thought that that was Mikey Day. Now, I could be yeah, wrong. It's, <laughs> nope, nope, you are 100 fucking percent correct. That is the confusing the white men again okay oh uh, yeah no that's my b no <laughs> we're all on the same page here it's a struggle i'm fighting for my life every day to identify these men <laughs> I, I think the worst part is that we've now been doing this for over a year and this is a problem that neither of us have been able to fix this happens on a damn near weekly basis the men do not change it's the same no. men <laughs> um i thought the line um that Cecily Strong uh, said the line she said, Jesus, okay, that joint hit. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have smoked all of it either. Oh, but shit. Yeah, no, I, I was I like, know. fuck it. It's a night. It's a Sunday afternoon. It's beautiful out. I'm going to sit out here in the... Yeah, it was great. Uh, she said she was in charge of investigating Robert Durst for murder 30 years ago. And well, one additional murder later, I got him. And it was just like, oh, my God. I think the highlight for me was Alex Moffat um, doing the filibuster and flipping the bottle. I don't know why, but that had me cracking up in the middle of this. What was otherwise like a pretty normal, <laughs> typical Gene Pirro cold open. Yeah. And didn't we just see Judge Janine? Like, 
We I, I, did. Okay. I was like, this feels way too... This just feels like deja vu. Um, yeah. I, it's a good way to explore things, but yeah. it's also getting a bit tired. Yeah, like, do, do Tucker Carlson. Actually, maybe don't. He has an army. Um, oh, God. Not... not okay. No, anyway. Um... I thought Chris Red did an amazing job, though, of doing the counterpoint to the white NPR reporters. Like, I can't believe Chloe it. Feynman. Like, yeah, um, yeah. I am not used to typing my notes, and I did a real bad job last night. So this will be good. All right. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that part. It was like they were saying the quiet part out loud, and yeah. Yes. And then there's Trump's typical rundown, which. Uh, makes me laugh every time. Oh my god! Right though, because I I really when I saw it again, I was like, oh no, really? But it was better than last time. So I was like, okay, if this is the shtick, I'm cool with it. It's all over the place. They talked about Gossip Girl. It, yeah, my god. Yeah, I'm here for the variety of topics. Um, and the crossword puzzle. <laughs> I spent the entire time trying to find words, and I saw attractive, but I didn't see that it was not attractive. That's my <sighs> fatal flaw. I can never do crossword puzzles. No. Oh. F- word searches. Oh. Oh. <laughs> They're oh, different. Yeah, words. Yeah. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, what's the difference? Oh, no. <laughs> we then went into the monologue. Uh, I thought... I just... I, I don't know. It was... A short and sweet monologue that just gave really good vibes for the rest of the show. He was really cute about hosting and telling. I can't remember what story he told, but he ended the monologue with, I'm Simu Liu, bitch. And it was like, oh my fucking God, that was amazing. I think he said, I'm Shang-Chi, bitch, because that's his character in Marvel. Um, yes. That's what he was talking about, is that's his main oh, sort of... Oh, his God. story was about tweeting at Marvel that they should have an Asian uh, superhero, and yep. here we are, Asian superhero. Um, I'm pretty Shang-Chi, good. bitch. That, yeah, I got... <laughs> Fuck, I don't know what the hell... I was just typing shit last night that wasn't true. This is great. Thank you for being my fact checker. All I wrote was, I'm Shang-Chi, bitch. That's my only note for the monologue, so... (laughs) I happen to take the right one. So, we then had karaoke recap. Um, This was Keaton Thompson and Chloe Fineman doing karaoke recaps. Yeah, this was kind of fun. I liked the idea for a sketch being just bad karaoke situations um we had Boney Yang, Ego Wodum, Pete Davidson, Chris Red, Melissa Villasenor and James Austin Johnson together doing something that was kind of disturbing uh <laughs> Aristotle Tari and Sarah Sherman and Simu Leo as a finance bro oh and also Alex Moffat with Heidi Gardner uh doing something oh father and daughter disturbing as fuck shit and then Cecily Strong to top it all off yeah I I knew with Bo and Yang it was the guy who was doing great until he hits the high notes I was like okay it's gonna be take on me because that is like the worst song to try to sing at karaoke don't do it um he did it really well though like the way that he 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 hit the goal for that oh 100% it was great I was just like it was very it was a very predictable song choice yeah um I Pete Davidson 
portrayed Neil, the quiet guy in the hoodie, singing Mad World. And Chloe Fineman's line, gotta be honest, that guy's giving off some real Columbine vibes. I, it was like the audience didn't technically know how to react, but it was like, oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, in the comfort of my living room, I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Yes, yes, for sure. Uh, yep. Uh, there was James Austin Johnson, Melissa Villasenor. They did Islands in the Stream as Homer and Marge. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Did not like that. Um, Very strange. There... I, Aristotle Atari Heidi Gardner portrayed like Swedish people on vacation getting all of the lyrics to call me maybe wrong I think I can't remember what they were Aristotle Atari and Sarah Sherman Sarah Sherman sorry yes, yes. um <laughs> and uh they were doing call me maybe but getting all of the words wrong and then oh god the father daughter I mean it was as you said Alex Moffat Heidi Gardner and they were a father and daughter uh, doing a routine to Pony by Genuine. And it cuts back to Keenan, and he's basically laughing. And Keenan doesn't break that often. There was a lot of breaking in tonight's show. It was just very silly. And normally I hate it when people break, but you could tell it was authentic. Yeah. And just like contagious laughter. And I don't care when that happens because that's just that just enhances the sketch. Because when Keenan's wh- laughing, it's it's fucking funny. Uh-huh. Um and he was like, Oh, can't unsee that. It was, it was like, those are my good eyes. Um Yeah. And then Cecily Strong did the Whitney Houston. And I will always love you as uh, the girl who claims her friend signed her up. But we all know the truth, which, yeah, there's always one of those. <laughs> and then we had family Thanksgiving. Oh, this was the Target ad? Yes. Yes. So I honestly God, thought this was a real Target ad for a good portion of it. I was very <laughs> confused. I was like, I just did my time. I saw an Amazon ad. What the fuck? Uh, but then I saw... I like looked up and I realized, oh, this is fucking SNL. My bad. So kind of missed the first part of this. I was a bit tapped out, but I did laugh as Ariel from SNL Struggles did at uh, Kyle Mooney with a candlestick lighter. Yeah, I, I'm very happy she's moved from uh, barbecue lighters to actual lighters. You know, moving on up. <laughs> Yeah, the kids in the basement, that was what Christmas at uh, my ex's was like. And it, there, it was it was pure chaos. And I was like, oh, nope, don't like that. <laughs> yeah, the situations that were played out in this were all a little bit too real. Oh, 100%. Um, Keenan Thompson being the creepy uncle and sexually harassing Mikey Day's girlfriend. Uh it was very accurate, but Mikey Day not stopping him, it wasn't great. Because, like, it would have been like, yo, man. Yeah. Fuck, it was just like, oh, he just sat there and just, ugh. He just let it slide like a dude. Yeah. So, I, I, and I know that's, you know, not that wouldn't be comedy, but whatever. Yeah, it's just something that's tough to see. And speaking of, like that kind of thing did i mention last week that james austin johnson told us that he's conservative like in the 
show, he literally said, I'm a conservative. And I do not think it was a joke. Everyone went really silent, and he just continued on um, and talked about, you know, like, going to church and stuff. So when he was going on his little rant in this, I was like, how much of this is, like, real? Like, how, like is this why they gave him these lines? Because they know he half-believes some of this shit? So just some food for, for thought. Describe my face right now. Yeah, Gilda's very um, shocked. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even just hand on forehead, the face palm upset. <laughs> I, you know I, the drill. No, you definitely didn't mention that. Um, Whoopsies. A little bit too high. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I wouldn't have guessed that. Right? I mean... I think he's a conservative in the way that that congresswoman who was against Trump. I think he's like that flavor of, you know, Republican, whatever. Okay. So like a reasonable, like, okay, like fiscally conservative, socially liberal. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, unless he's just making fun of a president that he really admired. But I I don't think. I don't think that's, I don't think that's the case. No. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Okay, well, you learn something new and disturbing every day. Uh, Don't we? Yeah. Uh, We then had a Pentagon weaponry sketch. Um, And this was James Austin Johnson, Cecily Strong, Simu Liu, and Mikey Day. Uh, And a beautiful Grozel Retriever. Yes. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I, I I think we've seen Dog Head Man before, um, but I yeah I don't know. It it's goofy kinda... and wholesome to see, even though it was about like a war weapon. Yeah, and I want to know who is playing Dog Head Man. Like y- yeah, like I yeah who who was under because you could see the head on the table and like they were yeah everybody in this sketch broke. Everybody. Of course. And I, I, yeah, I don't know. That was the only redeeming quality, redeeming factor of this sketch for me. <laughs> the line by Simu Liu saying, um, I believe in this so much I convinced my father to donate his body and his dog. And I was like, oh my God. A bit much. <laughs> but yeah, it was not my favorite of the night for sure. But I don't think it. It's my least. I haven't gotten there yet, though. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we had the next sketch was Republican or not. And Kenan Thompson was the host. He played Benson Dubois. Um, and the guests were Simu Leo and Ego Nuotum. And they have to guess, based on four clues, whether the person standing in front of them is a Republican or not. Um, it was a good concept for a sketch. Yeah. Like, and some of the things that they were saying really had me thinking. I was like, huh, I don't know what that would be. No. Um, I should have had James Austin Johnson out there. Um, sorry. Literally. Uh, yeah, so Brady was portrayed by Kyle Mooney. And uh, his clues were Facebook is evil. He buys all of his produce straight from a farm. farm. Athletes. He likes athletes that stand up for their beliefs. And he says, God, I hate cops. And um, the 
watching the two guests or the two contestants uh, try to figure out why it's like, wait, you buy all your produce straight from a farm. Do you want? Is it because you want to or because you have to? Like athletes that stand up for their beliefs. It has like a. It could be this one or that one. Or that one, yeah. It was like it was Colin Kaepernick or Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, and it turned out that that person was a Republican. What? Was it Colin Kaepernick? I thought it was like. I did not. I think it was like a a female. Okay. But that's just um, a wild guess on my part. I don't know anything about sports. No, that's totally fine because the only part I remember was the Aaron Rodgers part. Um. Was well, it yeah. the female tennis? My, oh. uh, I don't know what sport. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the fourth, God, I hate cops. It was, he was talking about these cops and it was the Capitol Police and it was like, oh, fuck. Um, yeah. So. That was good. Yeah. Um, I do not know. Oh, well, oh, I laughed so hard at this being sponsored by Orlando where <laughs> Republicans live and Democrats come to visit. <laughs> been there um, two times lived uh yeah Lacey was portrayed by sarah sherman uh said one my body my choice two she supports caitlin jenner three her favorite comic is dave chappelle and one of them was like starting when um and complaining about a book in, a, in her kid's school and it was the bible um the third she was a democrat uh, the third contestant was uh, Cecily Strong as Liz Cheney. Um, <laughs> she was like, one, I love the NRA. Two, my name is Liz Cheney. But she was kicked out of the Wyoming Republican Party. And uh, I believe Kenan Thompson saying, we'll see you on MSNBC in about a week was fucking great. Oh, my God. And then we had a parody that at the beginning I was like, wait. Are they really doing a parody of a song that I think came out in 1994? Like, I love Walking in Memphis. Don't get me wrong. That song, is a, I, it's great. But, yeah, we had um, Walking in Staten, which yeah. uh, Pete Davidson and his music videos are just fucking the absolute, they're often the absolute highlights of the episode for me. And for someone who... For someone who acted like he was done at the end of last season with his little goodbye speech on Weekend Update, he's coming back for a fucking victory lap. Like, he really is. This was a really big production. It really was. A lot to laugh at in this. And there was quite a few, I guess, cameos because it was Pete with Big Wet. And then they also brought on Mark Cohn and Method Man. Yes. Um... The Mark Cohn cameo was, I was like, okay, that's fucking hilarious. And then he's participating and he's in the hoodie and they're all dancing. And I meant to look this up. Hang on. Oh, it was a 1991. Oh my God. That it's a fucking 30 year old song. Okay. Oh shit. Um, yeah. Method man. I need to go back to my notes. He brought it back, though. He really brought it back to life. Oh, my fucking God. Like, this ma- this is like a Michael Bolton-style SNL-inspired career resurgence level. Like, I, yeah, anyway. Um, I need to scroll down here to... Um, so, yeah, so much about it hit. But when Method Man, they were all in the bar, 
And some guy, it was like he came over looking to start a fight. He said, man, I said, are you Italian? And I said, man, I, I am tonight. And that's like, in the original song, it's like, tell me, are you a Christian child? And I said, I am tonight. And so saying, tell me, are you Italian? Yeah, I oh, am Oh, I did not really catch that because oh, I don't know the lyrics that well. It's like, it's like the big, that's like when the song fucking takes off. Like... Oh. So, so t- tell me, are you Italian? And I said, man, I am tonight. And everyone's like, oh! I, this sketch, I don't think, could have gotten any better. It was brilliant. So. It was great. <sighs> yeah. Um, I don't know what was next. Because oh, I right. did not uh, get to watch this episode. <laughs> Um, Sweetie's first performance, which... Oh, my gosh. Take it away, It was a medley of Tap In and Best Friend, and the costumes, so great. The choreography, so fucking great. There was a ballet bar that was incorporated in the performance, and I really just loved the whole thing. Fun to look at. It was definitely something to look at. Can't say I had ever heard either of those songs, and um do them from tiktok i don't okay i i mean yeah i i hadn't heard them on tiktok so i think we i think we're on different uh talks over you you know Um, yeah my tiktok gives me health anxieties and (laughs) like (laughs) food videos yeah mine gives me uh kayler and uh kayler and taylor swift stuff and uh stuff about cptsd Oh, um, boy. Yeah. It's two totally different ends of the spectrum. Um, yeah, and then we had Weekend Update. Um, there was a line about Kyle Rittenhouse and how they uh, hope he got all the shooting out of his system before he becomes a cop. Um, uh, Gates says he wants to hire Rittenhouse as an intern. Colin Jost is like, as we know, Matt Gates loves teenagers willing to do terrible things. They did not hold back on this weekend update. Like, there's no. really, I, I, I really feel like they're just like full steam ahead. Let's go. Because it's just getting, did, they just tiptoe closer and closer to the edge every week. Very, very edgy. Um, I believe I didn't know because the video that I was watching started sort of in the middle of the segment. But did they do a joke swap? No, they did not do a joke swap. Michael Che just had something added. It's th- uh, honestly, I feel like there there may be any time that one of them breaks or is like, oh god, I feel like they joke swap more often than we know. Colin Joe's face, whatever gets read, that's just like uh-huh. a sign, I think. Um. Uh something about uh broken down black guy teaming up with a handsome racist just watch weekend update and colin jones was like that wasn't it dress so they definitely um still yeah um level of thanksgiving fun yeah there was something about a conservative app called getter and the joke there was it's named after what its users conservative men say whenever they see a woman walking alone it was like 
oh my fucking god like i laughed what no i was i was in the privacy of my living room i laughed because it hit so close to home yeah uh, I don't know which order we had this in, but we had two guests. We had Aidy Bryant as Mother Earth and Kyle Mooney as Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda was first. Um, I still somehow hate this, and most of SNL Twitter agrees with me, or at least that's what my likes say. Hey. Sorry. Yeah, he's a little bit, how do I say it, head-ass. Um, but I did unfortunately laugh at some of the jokes. Like I wished I wasn't laughing and I was cracking the fuck up to be honest no, at certain like, parts. Whenever he like, okay, the only thing I find funny about baby Yoda is his like feud with baby Groot. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. if you text my girl again, I will take your twig ass, throw it in the chipper, turn it into paper and wipe my little green ass with it. And I was like, okay. That is funny because his threats to baby Groot are always hilarious, but the rest of it, nah, fuck that. Yeah, I could have done without the Berenstain joke. Yeah. Um, there was a joke about Queen Elizabeth and how um, she's resting and needed, she's resting or she's not going to be seen until February. And Michael Che was like, you know what that means? New titties. And it was just like, oh my fucking God. Like, just stupidly funny. Yeah, it just had joke swap energy. It really um, did. I, yeah. I... <laughs> um, I... And then we had Aidy Bryant as Mother Earth. Uh, she's right. a normal mom who's hot and pissed. Um... You can call me Mama to Colin Jost. Um, and he said, did that sound natural coming from me? And she's like, no, it sounded really bad. Uh, she said, can't believe that people think Earth is flat. Look at these honkers. And he's like, I, HR told me I can't comment on that. Yeah, she had this really fun dress on with, like, the moon and the sun on her breasts i don't know how else to say that um and (laughs) she said she got the dress because there was a moon yeah um i totally forgot this close out the weekend update but this was a good way to end it i think gotta talk about this whole climate crisis even if nothing's gonna really happen ultimately (laughs) haha that's just my view I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, I thought the call out about rich nerds trying to colonize Mars. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, Damn. Tell us how you really feel about Elon. Anyway, Thanksgiving baking championship. Yeah. So we've seen this. Yeah, um, a lot. So, yeah, it was Alex Moffat uh, hosting with contestants Sarah Sherman Simu Leo, Heidi Garner, Kyle Mooney, and judges. Um, who? Oh, J- judges were Adi Pete and Ego. I wrote. I don't know what was going through my brain, but instead of writing Pete, I wrote Dave, like <laughs> Davidson. I guess I don't know. I was just very like confused just now. Dave. That threw me for a loop. <laughs> that was Dave. Um, oh I did like God. the the prop. Muppet cakes, always fun. Yeah. Um, the Simu Leo said his cake was so bad it opened a portal to hell. Um, 
Yeah, the Ralph had Kyle Mooney had a uh, surprise cake. It, he said it was a rocket cake, but it was a straight up dick. It was like a dildo cake. Um, yeah, and I think he called what was coming out of it spunk. Yes, he said uh, the spunk is icing. And I was just like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, we Do you have anything else to say about that? No. Uh, we had a pre-tape with Simu Liu and Bowen Yang. This was funny. Really um, funny. You could tell that they had a good time with this. Yes. And honestly, I thought it was... Um, <laughs> I thought it was interesting because they're like, okay, I'm the first Asian... It was like, oh, and, you know, congrats on being the first Asian SNL cast member. And congrats on being the first... And they're like, isn't it kind of weird that people keep track of this stuff? And it does feel a little strange strange but at the same time it's good to have the awareness that there are these inequalities um but i thought the different awards that andrew dismukes who wasn't really in the show tonight a lot um uh he was handing out awards um about being like the first asian man and seemingly was like oh, ridiculous first- stuff ridiculous stuff um, my favorite one being, uh, Simu Liu saying he was the first Asian man to blow up a dragon from the inside, and Bowen Yang says, I got that too, but for a different reason, and it was just like, oh my fucking god, like, how did any of this get by, I mean, like, it, re- it really, last night was an adult-level show, like, they yeah. went, they went dirty, not, like, bad, but, <laughs> no, they good. definitely did. Uh, Bowen Yang joked about being a bottom. It was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, no, they really... My note for this is, oh my fucking God, they are not holding back tonight. Like... Yeah. Lauren was just like, sure. Did Lauren... Was was Lauren even there? Thanksgiving break, baby. (laughs) Um... Then we had uh, Sweetie's second performance. Yes, Icy Chain. I was a bit disappointed to see the same costumes but then after looking at it for a few minutes not mad (laughs) um yeah i this just isn't my thing and yeah the uh, dancing is more my thing than the whole yeah yeah um it felt this is gonna sound terrible it just it felt like knockoff cardi b sort of so yeah and i like cardi b better um we then had the 10 to 1, which was uh, the 911 calls. Yeah, this one was a bit too repetitive for me, honestly, but I did laugh. It was also a bit too dramatic. I'm like, what weed did you guys smoke? Like, (laughs) so this is, I'm pretty sure this is based on a true story. No way. That. A cop and his wife ate a pot brownie. Oh, yeah, I listened to that nine- once. Yeah, yeah so okay. So I, I didn't really make that connection, but I did listen to that whole day on one call, which was hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they were, like, lit professors in this, which, gotta love a good lit professor uh-huh. lighting up. Um, yeah, it was it was funny, but I was also just like, was that weed? Was that, was that weed that you did? Yeah, this was based on that, but it was dramatic, like seriously. Yeah, very dramatic, but 
I did laugh. I don't remember who said it, but someone was like, can you get to me? Because I'm outside of time right now. <laughs> yes. Um, so myself and some other professors, we smoked a joint. One of my grad students came. My name is Alan and I'm dead. I did pot once at a Counting Crows concert in 1992. Are you mad at me? <laughs> then he called back to be like, are you mad at me? Why are you mad at me? Yeah. Um... We had one cut for time tonight. It was a please don't destroy sketch, which I'm actually fine with this one being cut for time. It was a little out there. Yeah, it was a bit like, I don't know, Uncanny Valley sort of. A little bit too freaky for me. Basically, just it looked real, but in a fake way. That is terrifying. Yeah. Um, and that's how I felt about their, what is it, prosthetics? Yeah. So you, I don't know. Uh, Ben comes in and he has Botox and it's like, you can see like the makeup, like it was like, yeah. And it's like, just, yeah. So he was, he had the Botox and it was horrifying. John then brings his hands up and his fingers are like twice as long as they should be. And, uh, that was kind of funny. My, that, that was funny. Uh, Martin is quickly becoming my favorite. Please don't destroy dude. Um, yeah. The I, Voldemort head. <laughs> yes um and he's like does it talk no it doesn't he used to but i think it died and then he ends up talking and they're all screaming they said john looked like pan from pan's labyrinth and he's like oh you got uh botox over here and you look like the baba duke and i was just like oh my god yeah but martin herlihy i mm-hmm. i'm right there with you i've sworn off men with the exception of one man there's room for a second if that second man is Martin Hurley. <laughs> yes. Um, that checks. Yeah. Uh, I love me a tall nerd. Um, yeah. well, I love me a nerd. Um, and yeah, that was the episode. That was. Um, I'm going to go on ahead and say I think that what didn't hit for me was just the Thanksgiving bank. The Thanksgiving bank. The Thanksgiving Baking Championship, um, because it just didn't surprise me in no. the slightest. No, we've seen it probably five, six times before at this point. And uh, yeah, it was just like, okay, so something's going to pop out of one of these terrible cakes. I'm just happy that it wasn't the fucking penis cake, because that would have been taking it a step too far. Um yeah, I would say that was my least favorite as well. The only thing that saved uh, Man Dog Head or whatever the fuck it was, Dog ma- that, the only thing that saved it was the fact that they were all just giggling like crazy at how ridiculous it was. Yeah, so, that was kind of funny. Yeah, that was, but until that happened, I was like, oh no, it's not going to get, just not going to get worse than this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. What was your runner up? Um, okay. I think I'm gonna have to go with my runner up being Republican or not, because I enjoyed that and laughed at a good portion of that, but it wasn't my favorite. Okay. Um I'm going to say (laughs) There's a lot that it's like I know what my best is, but yeah, I also, like, could identify a best and then had such trouble finding something that was, like, below that. 
I think I'm going to say Colin Jost and Michael Che on Weekend Update. I think their deliveries were great. Their energies were great. Not Wasn't quite a fan of the guests or the se- the correspondent segments, but mm, yeah. They themselves did shine and yes. give it their all. They really did. Um, and your best? I think the karaoke recap was the best for me because I just love how simple it is. You know, like going into it, nothing crazy, just silly songs. Okay. Um, you can probably guess what mine is. It was walking in Staten. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, it was just, they checked all of the boxes and then some. And also the line where every baby's born, <laughs> born with a gold chain. Oh my God. I... Would not be surprised if that was Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson's baby. Really? Really. I don't know for sure. But Colin Jost made an appearance in the sketch because he, he was name dropped by Pete Davidson. I don't know. I just had a weird feeling because Colin Jost is from Staten Island and makes it very clear. I don't know. I could be wrong. It might have just been a photogenic baby. But I was like, that baby's almost too pretty. That baby would be photogenic, though. Uh-huh, exactly. They're, it's like Colin Jost and Scarlett Johansson are two of the most beautiful people. So that was why I was like, that baby's a little too good looking. And that was what tipped me. I was like, oh, I'd place money on that, I think. I'm not a betting woman, but I'd place a small wager. Uh, I yeah. might as well. Uh, so you can find us all the places. Uh, you can... Send us emails, satnighthighpod at gmail. There's a website, satnighthighpod.com, that now that I have a laptop again, I can, like, actively and adequately edit it. Um, Yeah, it's very hard to do that on the iPad. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah. Don't forget to, like, subscribe, rate, and review. And find us on social media. We're on Reddit, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Um... Took me a minute to remember that, but we're at Sat Night High Pod Night is spelled N-I-T-E on Twitter. Yeah, I live tweet the episodes, although if you don't mind or have other prior obligations, I might ask you to live tweet December 18th, because I will be otherwise occupied. December 18th is going to be Billie Eilish, correct? Paul Rudd and someone. Um. I don't know who's with him. I, I, I can't know. remember who the musical <laughs> guest was. Oh, my God. Charlie XCX. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how the fuck did I forget that? I'm actually looking forward to that. Um, yeah. I saw her with Taylor Swift um, on the Reputation Tour, and it was actually a really fucking good, like, she puts on a good show. I, mean, I bet she does. Yeah. So, um, yeah, until, oh, next week is an off week. Yeah, so next week we... I have no idea which classic this is. Yeah, because we did everything up. We only have one more to do. um, We have Buck Henry. That's the last classic. Shelley Duvall. Right, 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 right. But I'm saying which is the last one that we had. I'm trying to see what the last classic we released is because we've recorded one that we've released. So I'm trying to... Wait, so we don't need to record this? It's already been recorded? Yes. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Holy 
shit. <laughs> do you remember all that pre-recording we did? Uh, yeah, that, when, when I you do. were out here. Yeah. So the next episode, the uh, next week's episode, will be us covering Eric uh, season two, episode twenty, hosted by Eric Idle with Alan Price and Neil Innes as musical guests. Uh, this was one of the episodes that Steph and I recorded when she came out to visit a little bit ago, so it will be, uh... An IRL app. Yeah, an IRL app. So, until then, happy highs. Happy highs.